Kids listen to their friends more readily than they do adults. We know that's the truth. Even their parents. Today, I talk with entertainment producer Jimmy Swan about his exciting, engaging series of CDs and digital downloads of kids-sung versions of today's top Christian hits. The project is called His Kids United. This is the 31st episode of On Faith's Edge. Hi, this is Ray Edwards from The Ray Edwards Show, and you are On Faith's Edge with my good friend, Joe Taylor. This is On Faith's Edge, where engaging, enlightening, and entertaining content brings us closer to living an authentic faith. We'll talk faith and life with people in business and entertainment as we work out the space where God and life collide on Faith's Edge. And now your host, Joe Taylor. Yep. Yep. Here we go. Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming out and to listen to us today. If you are here as a fan or friend of Jimmy Swan and his and his new project, His Kids United, thank you so much for coming out to listen. I really appreciate it. I really, really think you'll like our talk. The book of John 316. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Hi, my name is Joe Taylor, recovering atheist and your servant in Jesus Christ. This is your place to hear conversations with people of faith in business and entertainment. From all walks of life and levels of success, they all have one thing in common. Like Jimmy Swan, they believe in God and they come here to talk about it. Last episode, we spoke with Ray Edwards. Ray is a very successful entrepreneur, business consultant, and author. He works with some of the most powerful voices in leadership and business, including New York Times bestselling authors Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen from uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul fame and uh, motivational guru Tony Robbins. Uh, Ray and I talked about wealth, business, his faith, and something that I, I coined as poleside salvation. That's Poolside Salvation. You can hear about Poolside Salvation and uh, in our complete talk at onfaithsedge.com slash 30. Again, that's onfaithsedge.com slash 30. On this 31st episode of On Faith's Edge, we talk with entertainment producer Jimmy Swan. Jimmy has produced a great series of CDs and digital downloads called His Kids United. Parents of four themselves, Jimmy and his wife Mai, recognized a gap in the supply of uplifting Christian music kids can truly appreciate. A labor of love transformed the best of Christian contemporary music into an album with which their own children would quickly fall in love with. His mission with this project is to give kids an opportunity to be encouraged, inspired, and drawn to the Lord through the powerful tool of music and give them something they can relate to. Stick around to find out how you can get your own free copy of His Kids United. Hello, Jimmy. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Joe. Appreciate that. Yeah, I really appreciate you coming out, coming out to speak with us today. Uh, you know, Jimmy, you've, uh, as we said in the in the introduction, you've been involved in many successful projects in music and film and uh, all sorts of all sorts of entertainment for, I guess it's what two decades now, right? That is correct. That is correct. This August, I I kind of stumbled across music 20 years ago. Wow. So that is correct. Well, congratulations on 20 years in the music industry, I I think. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I, I love doing what I do. If, I, if you don't love what you do, then, then you shouldn't do it. You Absolutely. Know? So I love what I do, and to be able to do it for 20 years, I'm blessed, man. But, you know, it's, it's, it's your, it's your recent project, his kids United that brings you to the show today. Tell us about his kids. His kids United is definitely something that I am so excited to to talk about. And it's definitely a passion of mine. I, um, I'm a father. I've got four kids, uh, ages one, four, seven, and nine. And, um, to me having being, being a believer, being a Christian, and I can freely say this about myself, and I, I would imagine, generally speaking, most Christians feel the same way, but as a parent, there is no greater joy in the world than watching your kids love and rejoice and serve our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And 
when when you see your kids worshiping God, I could teach my kids ABCs and how to speak properly and how to conduct themselves and get through the day and all of this kind of stuff, but none of that really matters um, unless they are believers, unless they know that their faith is in check and are knowing that they're going to go to heaven. And when you see that happen, that's where joy comes into my heart, where it's like, I've done my job. And His Kids United, to me, is a tool and a resource to help make that happen. Not for, you know, make that happen, but allow that to happen in, in kids' lives. And, um, and there's nothing more than a tool, but it is definitely something that a resource that I wanted, that I felt like was really lacking a piece in this in this industry that was was not being fulfilled, and that's why we gave birth to His Kids United. What what kind of songs uh, can can we expect to hear on this? That's a great question. Uh, I, I don't want to I don't want to have everybody believe that this is the most original thing in the world. It really isn't. It is. Um, it's there, there's been a lot of kid projects, a lot of great kid projects out there, and they're continuing to develop and continuing to release. And um, so I, I don't want to take away from any of those at all but the majority of those are either one or two things one they're going to be really really focused on toddlers and kids and little little kids and uh and there's room for that and then there's others that are really focused on worship and there's kids doing worship and and choirs coming in and singing Mm. and there's quite a few of those what my project is is offering that is very different is two things one it's actually current hits that are happening on the radio right now. Uh, every album we do, we do 18 songs. Uh, the, the first 11, and these are not in any particular order. We, we, we put the order of the CD where it actually sonically sounds best, not by, based on the categories. But 11 songs are going to be what I consider very, very current hits that everybody, if anybody is listening to the radio right now, would be familiar with these songs. Then you've got two songs that are very familiar that um, are may not be on the current charting radio stations, but it would everybody knows them. In this case, ten thousand years and oh, I, I'm so sorry, ten thousand reasons and oh, praise him. And then we do what I consider two classic songs. Uh, to me, those to qualify as classics are basically my friends that started out <laughs> twenty years ago. Uh, <laughs> But it's, and anything over 10 years is, is what I consider kind of the classic category. Uh, this year we did, uh, not this year, this volume, I apologize. We did Big House, and then we did Michael W. Smith's Friends, um, which is adorable. When you get Ren, who's a 10-year-old singing Friends for Friends Forever, it's just absolutely adorable. Then we did a, a, a crossover song, and this is what I consider where you have a, a mainstream secular band who wrote a Christian song and didn't quite know it. And so we're putting those songs, that type of song on the album so that we can uplift the song, let the song feel um, or be heard in the Christian realm without necessarily really promoting the lifestyle or the beliefs of the original artist. It gives a chance to have that song uh, glorify God instead of, of, of man. And uh, those bands would be considered like a U2 or we're going to eventually do, um, I can't really say, but there's going to be several bands that uh, that we would know as Christians as, again, that's a perfect Christian song. Uh, that, that's that category. Um, and then we've got what I consider two His Kids originals. And those to me are very special because those are songs that, are unknown or that have been around for a while. They don't have to be quote unquote originals written by us, but those are going to be songs that uh, haven't really had a chance. They haven't had the marketing. They haven't had the exposure. They weren't necessarily on the right label or project to get that exposure. And, um, and that's, that's the originals. And we're really excited about those. And so that's answer number one. The number two part of that is the consistency of releasing these projects. Um, when 
for example, Worship Together Kids just released a, a project. And it's a great, great album, great worship album. But the problem I have with that is the one that they released prior was over two years ago. So if you're going to have an album coming out with a, a two-year gap, kids develop and kids change and kids' attention spans are not very long. And it just gets to me, it seems that that could be a problem when when you want something consistently for your kids and always evolving and always changing. There hasn't been a project that has been releasing on a consistency basis like that. Our albums, we're putting out a whole 18-song volume every three months. So four times a year, you're going to get 18 songs at this level, at this quality, in the same formula. And not only are you going to get the album, so when you walk into stores and you see us in Walmart right now and you see us on Family Christian stores with Mardell, the nice way, and and our our distributor, uh, Capital Christian, and uh, Andrews has done an amazing job at at getting us positioning. And uh, we thank those guys, by the way. And um, I feel like a NASCAR guy right now. I'm going to take my sponsors. But but I... uh, uh, they've done such a great job in getting us those positions, but as far as physical CD, you'll be able to find those there. Digitally, uh, you'll be able to get a few more of the resources that are not available in the stores. One of those is we're doing an instrumental version of all 18 songs. If you wanted to take these songs and just hear the instrumentals, which if you've never heard a song without the lyrics or just instrumentals, it's very different. It really is something unique and cool to listen to. Uh, but that also gives you a chance to sing to it and use those for for a compliment tracks and, and being able to perform. But we're also doing a sing-along version of everything. Um, and that's where I think it's really cool. It's not quite the same as karaoke. It's in that same kind of mindset. But we've left the lead vocal in just a little bit, on as low as you possibly could get it, but that way a kid can actually know when to start the song if they kind of forget the lyrics a little bit and it help them catch up to where the song needs to be. And then when the, the chorus hits, it's full volume. They're singing along with everybody else on the album, and then it goes back to the lead. So we're considering those sing-along. And we're doing that for all 18 songs. And then next month, a month after the release, we do a dance remix version of all 18 songs. So that is absolutely fun and perfect for uh, kids to jump around and dance around to. It's great for youth groups to have as kind of like a warm-up pre-service or post-service or during sports events. But I really think it's amazing for for the moms out there to work out to. Um, my wife loves Zumba. She absolutely adores Zumba. And when we go on walks or go working out, it's just always good to have that up-tempo beat. So can you imagine doing Zumba to friends or friends forever? Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this sounds so exciting, man. And, and this, you're just not putting out a, putting out a CD or, or, a, or a compilation of MP3 downloads, or you're, this is a, this is an entire, uh, this is a, an entire full scale production with, uh, it, it sounds like you're going to hit, ha- like you said, you're going to have the uh, of course, the songs, you're going to have a um, an instrumental version of the songs, you're going to have a dance version of the songs, you're going to have a sing-along version of the songs. What I love about projects like this is, and this is why I wanted to get to know you, Jimmy, a little bit and get to know a little bit about this project is, is parents can parents can go pick up uh, pick up these uh, these CDs or download these MP3s or whatever, how, whatever, whatever medium you're using and know that um, it's safe for their kids to listen to and they don't have to worry. They don't have to worry about the lyrics. They don't have to worry about the message. They know, uh, that this is going to be safe, fun, and, and entertaining, uh, for their kids. Well, it's funny that you say safe because there's another big product out there that we're compared to. And, and I'm a, I love this product. I believe in it. I think it's been a great tool out there for many, many years, um, and that's called Kids Bop. If anybody's familiar right. with Kids Bop, their formula is to take very, very popular songs and clean them up, make sure that there's no sexual content, making sure that there's no um, 
foul language and just cleaning them up as much as they possibly can and, and making it, as you say, safe for the family. And it's what I consider soccer moms safe, where she knows that the quality is going to be there. The, 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 I guess the, the newness of it, the, the currency mm-hmm. is there. So she's going to enjoy listening to this just like the kids. And so for that reason, we're very, very similar, similar, but it's very hard to go to a Stephen Curtis Chapman or Jars of Clay or Michael W. Smith song and say, man, I got to clean this up. You are qu- not quite there <laughs> for us. And uh, now you're finally safe. You know, that, that's really not what we're targeting, right. what we're trying to do. So when you say safe, um, I use that same, same word a, a lot in the sense of saying we are not safe for your family. What we try to be is, and I'm saying we're not, so don't get me wrong, but we, what we are is we are engaging for our kids. And, and the reason is, and I don't know if this is off topic a little bit, but to me, when I walk into a room and I introduce any of my kids, all ages, to, my, to you, Joe, you walk in, and my son, my daughter, doesn't matter, and I say, Trinity, Jackson, Bella, I'll go ahead and say Lincoln, all of them, just so that they won't feel left out. This is Joe. Joe, here's my kids. The first thing all of them are going to do, they're going to cling to my leg. They're going to hide their faces. They're going to get behind my back, and they're going to be shy. And it's something about stranger danger. You know, there's a mm-hmm. defense mechanism that they put up that you're an adult, you are somebody I'm not supposed to really know. And it doesn't matter if daddy's here or not, he's going to protect me. But until I know for sure that I could trust you, then I'm going to open up. That's what something comes natural to all kids. But Joe, if you walk in with your, doesn't matter, five-year-old, 10-year-old, it doesn't matter the age, they are going to instantly connect to that kid and they're instantly going to become best friends. They're instantly going to communicate with each other. They're going to play fear ever. And so the same thing happens. It's a proven fact that kids listen to kids, their peers. And so if I'm going to play music and I play in my car, everything from Switchfoot to, um, Stephen Curtis Chapman or on the mainstream side, it doesn't matter. I see my kids bobbing their heads and, and, and kind of engage and singing along. But when I play Kid Bop or I play His Kids United, that's when I see my kids engaged. And they're dancing around. They're singing all the lyrics. They're just completely involved. And when they hear that song outside of this room, they really still think it's theirs. The other day we were listening to the radio and Shake uh, came on the radio my kids all got excited. Daddy, daddy, that's our song. That's our song. It's like, no, <laughs> that's the original artist. That's an RTV. <laughs> but in their world, they've been able to relate now because they've heard Shake so many times from his kids united. They've now know and are engaged to what is happening right there. And so for me, it's one of those where if they're listening to their peers, that's when we can have something to offer that is encouraging and inspiring and is uplifting for them to, to grab onto. And if music is that tool that leads them to that experience and leads them to, why would I deprive my kids from having such a tool? And if it doesn't exist, they're going to find it anywhere. And a good example of that is I'm, I'm a health freak. I'm all about nutrition, even though I may not look it, that I'm, I'm all about eating as organic and non-GMO and healthy as we possibly can. And, and by choice, all our whole family is gluten-free, completely by choice. And it's been over three years for me, and it's about two years for my family. And the good example of this is going to be if, it, if I have them gluten-free for a reason because of, of the content that's in gluten, not because I don't want my kids to have a cake or have um, bread, but if I don't offer an alternative to what they're wanting, what their kids are having, if I don't give them gluten-free cake and gluten-free bread, 
they're going to get it one way or another. Right. So why wouldn't I offer gluten-free bread and cake for them if my choice for them is to be gluten-free, not to be deprived from, from enjoying what they want and what they need in the sense of what their kids are doing or friends are doing. Why would I take that away from them? So I can have what I want by giving them gluten-free, but I have to replace that I'm taking away with something that's good for them. And I feel like the same thing is with this music where if, if the dance version is a perfect example, this up-tempo remix, high energy music is, is very, very popular these days. EVM is a huge trend. If all they have is secular music to go towards, that's what they're going to get. They're going to get it one way or another. But if I give them an alternative, a Christian version that still serves the same purpose, and that's letting them dance, let them work out, let them jump up and down, let them feel that energy, then they're going to accept my product, per se, my, um, my version of that, and not complain because it's meeting their needs. And that's where I really wanted to feel like if Kids United could fill those gaps where we could provide those things that, that they're looking for. This is an exciting project, man. And I, and I love how you put it that it's not necessarily safe. It is safe, but it's engaging. And, uh, I always wondered about projects like this, like kids bop and stuff like that. I'm like, well, why not just have the kids listen to the original other than the, the ones that they, that they have to clean up, but more so than being clean or safe, it's, it's kid to kid. It's engaging from kids to kids and they hear other kids singing and they hear other kids they see other kids dancing or whatever it might be. And, uh, and they're more engaged. So I, I just love how you put that, Jimmy. I really love how you put that. What was, <laughs> what was it like working with these kids? You know, I was so blessed. I had this vision uh, for quite a while and, and I'm, I've worked with the kids Bob team for, for a little while. I know a lot of them. Um, the last, uh, I guess, edition of kids, the last school of kids for Kids Bop, um, they're all pretty good friends of mine. Kiana Brown, Elijah. Elijah just um, joined Mindless Behavior. Uh, Kiana signed to RCA and is about to release her single. Um, so there's quite a few. Dallas is, is working on his project. So I know the Kids Bop kids that were involved with that. So I've always had this this understanding of what they're doing and how they're, uh, how they operate. And I was just always neat seeing they're like, you guys have sold 16 million copies. You're on volume 25 and every release that you come out with, you come out with almost a hundred thousand copies the first week and are in the top three in billboard. You're out selling Rihanna. You're out selling Eminem. You're out selling all of these people. And People still think that you're, you know, nothing. Right. <laughs> it's like if numbers alone don't represent um, the need of a product like this, what will? And if no one is doing it in the Christian market, why would I deprive my Christian kids? There's so many people out there that want encouraging messages. It's very different with knowing that it's safe, that, oh, it's clean lyrics content is still not uplifting. <laughs> you know, it may right. be safe that we're not teaching them cuss words, but the morals and values and everything in some of these songs, not all of them, but some of these songs are not the greatest in the world. But if I know I could put out a CD that is, yes, safe, but every single thing about it is glorifying the Lord, that's where I want my kids to be focusing on. And that product never existed. So, uh, and if it has, and I don't, and I apologize in advance. I am not aware of it. And if there is another one, awesome, get it out there. The more of us doing this and focusing on kids, the better. My kids can play one video game, a sports video game, and then turn around and, around and play another one just the same. So there's a lot of room for us out there to focus on our kids, and there's just not enough product out there. So you have this, uh, you have this newest, uh, this newest release coming out. What's what else is in store for his kids in United in 2014? 2014 is definitely a setup year. It is, um, and I want to answer your question about 
what it was like working with the kids at one point. But um, the setup year is is launching the brand, getting it out there, um, educating people. It's really hard for, for somebody to look at the name of it and say, His Kids United, what is this? Oh, it's for little kids. When people actually listen to this and hear that the quality of this record is what it is, is what it is, they will be quickly surprised that some of our songs, I won't say all and I won't say who, I really feel like are sounding much better and stronger than some of the original songs. And if you really like high quality music and you like what's on the radio, you can literally play our song next to the original. And if it, the, the voice wasn't a little bit softer in the sense of their, their tone, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference, especially musically. Wow. And then you add the kids to it. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. And, and when I say kids, this is not your five-year-old singing and you can barely understand what they're saying. These are professional students, professional seniors that are, I wouldn't say professional, I would say learning to be professional kids, educated kids seeing this. We partnered with a school called NAMS. Um, they are out of Frisco, Texas. And Levi Bradford is, um, is the owner of the school. He actually went to Dallas Baptist University. That's where I, I was from and got my start. But um, he, I walked into, <laughs> walked into a school just to have a meeting with Levi regarding something completely different. And when I walked into the school and I saw this and I said, oh, my goodness, this is a beautiful facility. It's a beautiful uh, team that they have. Everything about it just felt right. And I sat there and I said, Levi, I've got this idea. I said, I know we're here about something else, but I don't really care about that right now what would you think about doing this? And he got so excited. He caught the vision instantly. And he's got about, at the time, I know he's got more now, but at the time he had about 180 students. And this is an after-school type of uh, music lessons, vocal lessons, guitar lessons, you know, anything instrument or music driven. This is where kids come and, and, and they pay by the hour, by this half hour, whatever the, the lesson is. And, and this is after school or wherever they have time this is part of a volunteer type of a, of a school. And um, I said, do you have any good singers? And, and so forth. said, man, I got so many of them. They're amazing. And that's, that was what birthed our relationship with Nams. And it was so great that uh, we both signed a, a three-year contract with each other that they're going to be fulfilling this with each other and working together for a minimum of three years. Hopefully it's a whole lot more. But that's, that's the team that I felt like I really wanted to be a part of. And I am so excited that, that NAMS is part of our family and, and we're, we're working with those kids because they're just phenomenal. Now, when you say NAMS, you're talking about the Dallas neighborhood art and music school, right? Yes, sir. I'm sorry. I should have. No, that's okay. That's okay. (laughs) Because I know that's been, that's been an important part. That's the uh, NAMS is important to you. And uh, it's an important part of this project. Is that, is that the pool of, of kids that you, that you did you pull from that pool of kids, for lack of a better way of saying it? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. All right. of the kids are from the. Well, I, I will take that back. All except one song, and I'll tell you about that song when you're ready. <laughs> but yes, the um, well, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about that one song. What I was going to ask you about is what is the <laughs> what is the what is the one song or the the one the one piece of this current project that you're most proud of. Well, that that would be the one song, actually. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Um, that would be the song Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and, and it's hard to answer that question since I am very proud of all the songs mm-hmm. um, listening to these kids. I, I, I adore these kids. They're just amazing. So I don't want to take away from any of, of the others. So just to make that clear. But Hallelujah is very special to me. And the reason is, I was at church one day, Irving Bible Church. I really do feel like a NASCAR sponsor here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at Irving Bible Church, they um, they were playing this this amazing worship song, and I knew it. I was like, oh, man, this sounds so familiar. And uh, at the end, they give the credit, and it was Ezra Bodge and, uh, and, and his team, Not Call Common, and it was a song called Hallelujah. 
So I called up Ezra, like, Ezra, bro, I used to represent you, and now they're playing your song at church. He's like, I know, I don't know why, how they got it, but they've been doing it, and it's amazing to hear that it's finally getting out there. And the more we talked, uh, and he's from Dallas as well, and the more we talked, he, he says, Jimmy, he says, I want you to have this song. I need this song to get out there to the masses. You can do whatever you want to with it. Just make sure that it glorifies God and is being able to have that purpose of serving him and, and, and helping others. And I, I sat on this song for over two and a half years. I didn't do anything with it because the timing was not right. I always felt in my heart, that like, if you're going to have something this powerful, it needs to be done right and not just thrown out there on iTunes and hopefully people get it. And um, so I called him up with this idea of this project and we're already, already towards the end of, of picking the list and already had the singers and already had everything in place. And I called him, I said, Ezra, we're, uh, we're going to do this with his kids United. Are you okay to put this on? And he says, Jimmy, this is this exciting. Go for it. You know, got my blood. You've got my blessing. Go do whatever you need to do. So we arranged the song, rearranged the song. Levi and his team put a, a beautiful arrangement of it together. And that's what you hear on the album. And Levi himself was actually doing the scratch vocals and we didn't have the kids at the time. So I sent it to Ezra and I said, Ezra, can you um, approve the arrangement? As I don't listen to the vocal necessarily, that's just placement holder right now for the kids. So he, he calls me up a little bit later and he says, I sat down with my nine-year-old daughter and I, I didn't tell her what it is we're listening to or what it is we're doing. And um, I pushed play. And she starts listening. She's like, oh, man, this is great. You know, just kind of enjoying the music. And then all of a sudden, this panic look came on her face, and she just started getting kind of upset. And she says, Daddy, they stole your song. <laughs> he says, what? He says, listen, those are your words. They stole your song. <laughs> and he's like, no, sweetheart. And, and explained to her what, what was happening. Then she got excited. And he's telling me this story, and I'm like, man, this not that. Again, it goes back to, I can hear the joy that he has with his daughter listening to his song. And I said, Ezra, how many kids do you have now? He goes, I got nine. Oh my god! I said, what are you doing in two days? <laughs> I said, no one knows this song better than you and your family. Would you guys mind coming and recording as a family, part of His Kids United, and? He's like, absolutely. I, I never even thought of that. And he's like, so a few days later, they went to NAMS and recorded as a family. And the Bog family is the one singing the Bog song. And, um, that and he is wrote cool. back after he heard it, after he heard it. And I've got the text message or the email, and I've got to pull it up. And I've got goosebumps on saying it because, Jimmy, I've never wept so much of joy and, and, and just, the, the the gift that you gave us for allowing me to have my family be a part of this at this level, he's like, that was the biggest thing you could have done. And I was like, Ezra, this is a gift you gave to me. <laughs> you know, this is, but it goes back to what I said in the very beginning of there's no greater joy than seeing your own kids worshiping and loving God. And if this song could be that tool for his family, to be able to experience something where he can now listen for life. Now this is in stone where he can hear his kids at all ages worshiping God through his song that he will always claim that God pinned it through him. Uh, that is such an accomplishment and such a joy. And to be a part of a project like that, how can that not be a great song and say that this is where, uh, one that excites me the most, you know, it's just one of those where it's just from top to bottom. And, and as a song as a whole, if you didn't know the story, I really envisioned the song getting picked up by as all the churches out there. I mean, I really feel this is a congregational song that, that deserves to, to be out there. And if his kids united as kids could be, the the stepping stone to allowing churches to sing this nationwide, worldwide, hopefully, what an accomplishment is that? Kids leading kids and others to worship. 
And that is exciting to me. Kids leading kids to worship. Well put. Well put. The 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 project is called His Kids United. And man, Jimmy. Man, Jimmy, uh this this is exciting. This is exciting. I can't wait to uh <laughs> I can't wait to uh go out and pick it up. This show is about faith and I really want to I really want to get to know the man behind this project, Jimmy Swan. So can we talk a little bit about you and your faith? Sure, absolutely. How did you how did you come to belief in Jesus Christ? Well, I kind of I kind of cheated in the sense I, I was born into a, a believing family and uh, not only was I a PK, a, a preacher's kid, but I was also an MK, a missionary's kid. So I was always from, from birth surrounded uh, by God and in, in, in church. So when I say I cheated, I never had the, uh, the obstacles that many are facing of having to discover Christ from, from afar, from not knowing him to knowing him. So I was I was one of the fortunate ones that grew up and and always always had faith in, in Christ and I remember don't quote me on this but I was probably seven um, when I accepted Christ into my heart and um, had to wait probably a year or two before my dad would allow me to, to be baptized to make sure this is right and and all but it's like I want to Daddy you know so. Uh, but it was, it was amazing that my father baptized me. And, um, but yeah, we grew up in, in Guadalajara, Mexico, um, where I did, they didn't. And, um, my, uh, I was in Guadalajara for about 10 years and then I moved to Ciudad Juarez or as you guys say, Juarez, Mexico, <laughs> <laughs> um, and for my last two years of high school. And I graduated actually in El Paso. My, uh, I lived in Mexico and crossed the bridge every single day to go to school and uh, did that for two years. And that was horrible. I don't recommend that uh, to anybody. But I uh, was always called to go to Dallas Baptist University, and that's, that's where I ended up living in Dallas. And, and it's scary to say that I've been here for now 20 years, much longer than I have in Mexico, which is is frightening <laughs> so it's kind of kind of kind of sad how fast time flies as an as an adult jimmy had you ever had a time where uh you questioned your faith or maybe even the existence of god oh many times many times um there's one of my biggest challenges uh, was growing up is that if god knows everything if he is absolutely known everything why would he choose, and if, if he knows that I'm going to die and go to hell, why would he choose to even make me mm. so that I would go to hell? He's like, you know my path I'm going to take. Why would you do this? Why was that even something that um, that <laughs> is even possible? And I struggled with that, and I still kind of struggle with that in the sense of you know, having a clear understanding, but the beauty of it is that uh, I'm not God. I don't know the reasons. I don't know everything, but I do know I have a choice in the way I live. So if I don't want that end result, then I have a choice to follow him and I won't have that end result. And so, and if I don't want those around me to do it, then it is my mission and my job to communicate that those that to those so that they too won't be lost. That's the beauty of having a choice. And that's the beauty of he's not limiting anybody going to his kingdom. Wow. Well put. Well put, brother. Let's do a round of instant insight into Jimmy Swan. Jimmy, this is where I'm Uh-oh. just I'm just going to ask you quick questions and you respond with answers that'll frankly make us feel like your best friend when we're done. Fair enough? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what single burst do I get a grade at the end? Do I do my, is it... <laughs> what single person and Jimmy, you're not allowed to say Jesus. What single person okay. had the biggest impact in your life? Uh, Jimmy Varner, as far as music. When it comes to music, Jimmy Varner from the band Between Thieves. Jimmy Varner. Cool. Mm-hmm. The most exciting thing I ever did was? Oh, man. Most exciting thing I ever did. I would say get married. Well, that leads me to this next question. My Friesen makes me? 
the best human, <laughs> the best human ever. God is no the the happiest person ever. Let's put that way. By the way, by the way, for those listening, by the way, for those listening, my Friesen is is Jimmy's wife. Correct. God is fourteen years. Fourteen years. Congratulations, man. That's cool. Thank you. Thank you. That's cool. Yeah. She's also she's also an MK as well. She grew up in Ghana, West Africa. So we kind of wow. You know, we have a lot of a lot of stories to tell. We're the the world is our backyard. <laughs> That's cool. God is amazing. At Irving Bible Church, you will find a home. The one thing I want to be known for is hmm. my walk, my faith. Other than his kids, what are you most proud of in your career? My kids. In the past year, <laughs> I paid way too much for. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm afraid of. Being alone. Cowboys or Mavericks? Mavericks. All right. <laughs> but I am a homer. I do love my Cowboys. So. <laughs> and Rangers <laughs> and Stars. The Arlington Cowboys. Well, I paid for them, so here I live in Arlington, but they still take Dallas, but <laughs> they should be Arlington. What single Bible passage has the most meaning to you? John 3.16. Jimmy, here you are, a, a successful music producer, uh, a talent manager, as well as a, a obviously a proud husband and father, but what does success mean to Jimmy Swan today? To me, success and, and, and accomplishment is knowing that my kids have the best shot at, at life and, and knowing that through Christ, everything is possible. If I can teach my kids that, the ups and downs will always be worth it. And if you love what you do, you have to love what you do. You have to be passionate about it. I've been doing music for 20 years. and I've had so many ups and downs. I've lost everything, like literally everything. And, and that happened pretty recently too, that when you lose everything, it doesn't matter because God has something in store for you at a much bigger level. If I did not lose what I did, his kids United would not have uh, the potential and the reach that it has today. It may not even be in existence. So anything that you look at, as in trying to hold on to, we got to understand that God's playing with things is by, by nature, we want to hold on to it for a long time. The relationships that we have are forever. And God's plan might be nothing more than that person being in our lives for a short, short, brief second, just to connect us to the next person he wants us to meet. And anything that we try to hold on to, we're holding on to it for the wrong reasons that if we let it go and let God completely be in control, how can we not be successful? If I'm looking at success for as many plaques as I have on the wall or looking at my bank account, then I'm setting up for failure from day one. To me, success is knowing that my family is provided for, that I'm taking care of their needs, that they're educated, that they're fed, that they have a roof over their heads, and that they can continue to follow their dreams they may not have the funds and the resources at all times to, to go forth and, and have the coolest video games or the coolest whatever, but there's a cardboard box right there that you can use your imagination and build your own games and build your own life. And so there's, there's a way to make things happen from nothing if you were together and you're able to, to um, take the best out of every situation and build upon it. But you have to have the drive and love and passion for it. It's amazing, Jimmy, uh, hearing you talk because uh, about success, because people look at people look at Christian success and success in general is, is just this kind of this smooth path. And you kind of have this talent and you've just kind of built on this talent. Uh, it's unbelievable how many people that I've talked to everybody from best-selling author uh, Dan Miller to, uh, Christian musicians like John Schlitt and John Elefante and, and, um, mm -hmm. 
Michael Sweet, these some of these people that I've talked to, uh, to you know even even some of my recent episodes with Gary Chapman and Jim Palmer, uh, people like that. Mm-hmm. That every single one of those people had a, had a moment where they pretty much lost almost, if not everything, mm-hmm. and and to and to continue that faith and and. Uh, and to that that the, those that tragedy that loss either brought them back to God or solidified their faith in God. It's just those those yeah. success stories stories are absolutely amazing. Uh, and yours. Well, when you uh, lean, when you, you you have to lean on on Him because at the end of the day, I walk away from Earth with nothing. I can't take absolutely nothing with me except Him. <laughs> my soul is the only thing that matters when I walk on here. So my worldly possessions are nothing. Isn't, so if you're judging success on worldly possessions, then you've already lost it all. Isn't it interesting that the Bible says that the, that uh, the streets of heaven will be paved with gold. And when you first hear that, mm-hmm. you think of this almost palace, like uh, palace, like uh, atmosphere. And it very well may be, but, there's another meaning to that, I think, and it's and it's about the thing the 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 single element that we probably hold most dear here on earth, gold, will be trampled on in heaven. <laughs> you know, it, awesome. it, it means it means absolutely nothing. It's it's asphalt. It's concrete. It's gravel. Mm-hmm. Uh, according, you know, uh, compared to the to the other yeah. riches in heaven, it's just unbelievable. Finally, Jimmy, <laughs> as, as we wrap up here. What would you say to someone that is right on faith's edge, uh, making that choice to believe or not to believe in God? I think it, I think you need to test him to be honest with you, because to me, it takes more faith to deny Christ than it does to believe in him. It's harder to deny him. And I wouldn't say testing in that regard, <laughs> but you've got to, you've got to really focus back and realize it's like if knowledge is power, do your research, read, read the Bible, go ask questions. And if it's something that is in your mind and if you're even questioning it, then you already are searching. You already are, have that, that question in your life and that, and there's, there's not a right or wrong place to search. And because at the end of the day, it's God speaking to your heart and if if you don't believe in miracles, you are a miracle. You know, you are somebody that um, is here for a purpose. And until you really, it, 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 <laughs> we could go very very deep in this, and I won't. I won't but um, even those big bang theorists. Well, a simple solution to that is if if the world was created by a big bang, cool. God made that big bang and that's how he chose to do the world. You know, I'm not a big bang theorist. I'm just explaining it in a simple explanation of if God chooses to use something that is, um, proven by science or denied, it's like, okay, well, who made that? There's still a greater being. If that's the way he chose to do something, that's up to him. It's still God doing it. So it doesn't matter what's proven and not proven on. The reality is, there is one God and there is one Jesus Christ that died for our sins. And you have a free gift, free and as simple as accepting him and acknowledging him, you will live eternal life in heaven. And if that is true, if you really do accept him, your life will be changed. Your life will be transformed. You will not want to continue doing what you do um, or have been doing because you have greater purpose. And when you realize that you can't take anything into heaven, like we said earlier, nothing except your soul, why wouldn't you want your best friend to be with you? Why wouldn't you want your, your family to be with you? And, and way beyond that, why wouldn't you want everybody else to have a shot to be there if it's free? We're so eager to tell everybody about who won the game or who you got a new job and you're so excited to tell people on Facebook about um, (laughs) how many books you read or how many, why not take that same excitement and say how many souls you brought to heaven? You know, that to me is, is the biggest, greatest news you could do. And, and 
140 characters. (laughs) (laughs) Twitter salvation. There's a book in there somewhere. Jimmy, I don't think we can. I don't think we can say anything more than that. Man, I am really excited about his kids united. Uh, It sounds like a, a fun, engaging, and important project, brother. Thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you, brother. This is a really great, fun CD. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I really like some of these songs better than the originals themselves. Thank you so much, Jimmy. I appreciate our conversation. You can visit the website at hiskidsunited.com. It's H-I-S-K-I-D-S-U-N-I-T-E-D.com. Hiskidsunited.com. The Facebook and Twitter links are in today's show notes at onfaithsedge.com slash 31. That's onfaithsedge.com slash 31. If you want a free copy of His Kids United Volume 1, just go over to onfaithsedge.com and click on the free gift picture and sign up for show updates. There are a limited number of copies along with uh, really some really cool, fun uh, other stuff uh, from, from previous guests. Uh, free downloads of songs, uh, free... Uh, uh, free real estate course from Matt Terrio. Uh, just a, just a kind of a wealth of, of free stuff from, from past guests. I think you'll really like what you see and you can get all of it free just by signing up for show note show notes at onfaithsedge.com. Just click on the uh, free gift picture and sign up for show updates. I think I said show notes before, but sign up for show updates on faithsedge.com. Click on the free gift picture. Uh, I just kicked off a new fundraising page to help those of you that want to support the show. Uh, you can do that and check it out at onfaithsedge.com support. That's onfaithsedge.com support. And all the details will be there. There's even a chance to a chance there to be a co-host of the show. Uh, thank you so much for listening today. You mean a lot to me and you mean a lot to this show. Remember, God is real and eternity is now. Let's go out and live like it. God bless.